Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Ayin Zayin. We will begin, no, today's Shur is Daf Ayin Zayin, and we will begin on Daf Ayin Vav Amubet at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah as follows Hamisha Devarim, there are five things, Ba'im Betuma, Ve'enan Nechalim Betuma. There are five korbanot that when the people are tameh, being that they korbanot sabur, halacha is that even though the people are tameh, we can bring them while we're tameh, but they cannot be eaten with tameh. So we bring them, but you can't eat the korban. What are these things? Number one, haomer the korban haomer that we do on Pesach, ushte alechem, and the ushte alechem korban which we do on Shabbat. And the and the the sacrifices of a shalamim for a sibur. Rashi is going to tell you on that. These are the keves, the lambs of Shabuot. Although the only shalamim that come for the sibur. Okay? And the goats. Of Rosh Chodesh, there's two goats that you have to have in Rosh Chodesh. All these things are offered when you tame, but they cannot be eaten. Now, Korban Pesach is similar, except it can be offered and eaten. It's also in Bituma. Now, what's the reason? Why is Pesach different? Like was mentioned earlier in the Mesechet, the point of the Korban Pesach is that it should be eaten that night. And therefore, being that that's the main point of it, it can be eaten. Okay. Says the Gemara. Whenever the Mishnah tells you a number, the number five is not mentioned because you don't know how to count. It's mentioned because we want to exclude something. Say five, that means that you might have thunk six, and it's really five. Which item is the Mishnah excluding over here? Says the Gemara. It's coming to exclude the Korban Hagigah of the 15th. If you remember last time, we said there's a few different Hagigot. There's Hagigah that goes with the Korban Pesach on the 14th. And there's also a Korban Hagigah that has to be done on the 15th, which is a mandatory Korban. So now, says the Gemara. I might have thunk. Kevin the Korban Siburu, since the Korban Hagigah of the 15th is the Korban Sabur. And and it has a set time and has to be on the fifteenth. It should push off the tuma. that it doesn't. why? Since the halacha is that if it comes out on Shabbat or if you couldn't do it on the first day, you could make it up for the next seven days. Therefore, Shabbat doesn't push off Shabbat. Shabbat since it doesn't push off Shabbat, it doesn't push off Tumah either. And that's why you can't do it when you're Tamir. Okay, very nice. Ask the Gemara, Why don't we put in also the goats that come on the other holidays, right? There's a Hatat in every Musaf, okay? And there's special times, it should be included. We already said the Zivchesh al Misibur, and if you have Zivchesh al Misibur, it should include the Sireh, Sireh Hatat. 
So if you're telling me that the Seireh, Harigalim, the Seireh that we offer on the holidays like Pesach and Shavuot, Pesach and Sukkot, are included already from this from from the fact that we said Zivche Shemesibur. So then why do you have a special edition, one of the five, is Seireh Rashech HaDashim Lonitni? Don't mention that one. We mentioned one of the five is the Sinim of Rosh Chodesh. If you told me that the Sinim of Sukkot is included, so then why did you throw, speak out specifically the Sin of Rosh Chodesh? You already told me Zivchesh Al Misabur. Omni. So the rabbis say, we're now on Ayin Zayin. Amur Alif. Sinim Rashi Chodeshim Itzdichale. Harry, welcome. Okay. Uh, guys, we could start now. Harry's here. Okay. Okay. We need the Seir of Rosh Chodesh. Harry, you're probably assuming that we wouldn't have a phone and we're going to be busy getting a phone, but we had the phone already. You have to come a little earlier. Okay. Or you can just play with us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sal Kadai Tachamin. We're on the top of Ayin Zayn. Sal Kadai Tachamin. I would have thunk. It doesn't mention the word Mo'ed. And therefore, if it doesn't say the word Mo'ed by Rosh Chodesh, so you might have thought that it's not included. Because the only way it says Mo'ed, you think it's included. So the point of the Chidush of the Tanah in making that the number five is Zivcheh, is the Seireh Rosh Chodesh, is to let you know that you should know that Rosh Chodesh is also called Mo'ed. In that year, meaning the year that the year that the Jews came out of Egypt, Hashem made it special that Tammuz, which is usually a 29-day month, became a 30-day month. Why? to crush my young men now Chazal say that this means if you look at Rashi it was full and the 40 days after the Meraglim ended off on Shabbat so Hashem says, you made it a Moed in order to make Tisha B'Av into the day. Yani Hashem knew what was going to happen. And He made that Tammuz should be a full month. This way, instead of it landing on Asara B'Av, and then on Shabbat. So He's saying, And therefore, we see, and now what do you see? What do we bring this Pasuk for? We bring this Pasuk to tell you like this. You see from here, that the Rosh Chodesh is called the Moed, and if it's called the Moed, then we can, say then, it, but then we see that, that, that we, no, because it says Kara Alai Moed. You called it Rosh Chodesh, meaning you add an extra day of Rosh Chodesh in order to make the holidays. Therefore, that's cool. Therefore, that's why it actually gets it. Okay, and that, that's where the Tana gets it from. That it is a Moed, and that's why it's number five. Okay, good. So now. We assume that any time you have a Qurban, it's in a set time, and it's made for the Sibur, like a Shalamim, a Shalamim Sibur, or Moed, then you're allowed to do it even when you're Tameh. 
the Gemara says, Lememra, so you mean to say, Tikulu mi Moed Atu, we're learning all this from Moed? Minani, Mili, where do we know it from? The Tanu Ramanam, we learned in the Brighta, by the Ben Moshe at Moed Atu, Nile Ben Israel. Matam Lomad, what do we learn from this? Lefi, Shalola Maddu, Ela, Letamid, Upesach. We only learnt the things that could be done on when you tamer, that was the Korban Tamid and the Korban Pesach. Welcome, Benjamin. Okay? We only knew about the Korban Tamid and the Korban Pesach. No, no, we need you with us, Benjamin. Right? That's all we know is the Korban Tamid and the Korban Pesach. Because in both those korbanot, the pasuk says you have to do it bimoador in its time, and bimoador means you do it no matter what. Whether it's Shabbat, do it anyway. Whether you tameh, do it anyway. So only two, the only two korbanot that we know that you're allowed to do when you tameh are tamir and pesach, right? How do we know? Says the brighter, even other korbanot of the sibur that can be done even b'tuma. This is the biblical verse. Please, you should do to God in their appointed time. <coughs> right? How do we know to include the Omer? And also the Shalechim with them. One time for everything, and therefore all things have the same time. So the Gemara says, Why do you have to mention all these Moeds? Just mention it by one, and I'll figure the rest of them out. Why do you have to tell me a Pasuk for the Shtehalech, and for the Omer, and for the Tamid? Tell me one, I'll figure out the other ones. This is easy. But it's tricky. We need each one, because if I only had this, you wouldn't learn the other one. We're going to go through each one now to figure out why we need each. So let's think about The Ikat of Rahman tamid had the Torah only had said the Korban Tamid, Havamina, I would have thunk, Tamid, Shekin Tadir V'Kalil. Tamid, the Torah tells you to do it when you're Tamir. Because Tamid is Tadir, happens every single day. Kalil, it gets fully burnt in the Mizbeach, and therefore it's a powerful Korban. You do that even when you're Tamir. Ava Pesach, lo, but Pesach doesn't come all the time. Maybe not. Kamash was what I for Pesach. V'ikat Rahman Pesach, if the Torah only would have been Pesach, I would say, oh, Pesach, sure, Pesach. Pesach, shu onish karet. Pesach, when you don't do the Korban Pesach, get karet. That's a serious thing. And that's why we can do it when you're Tamir. About Tamid, they ain't onish karet. Emalo? To me, we don't onish karet. We say, maybe not. Okay. Kamash Rahman, so we have to do both. V'ikat Rahman, hani tarti. So let's come out say, only those two. Chalas. Tell me Tamid and Pesach and Chalas na. No. Havamina, I would have thunk. Hani hu yesh hamur. Each of these things have something strict. This one's tadir, it's always. And the other one is, uh, is karet. Each one's right? Tamid, tadir, kalil. Pesach, shonish karet. Aval shar kobronot, tzibur. But the rest of the kobronot don't have those two things. Emalo, perhaps not. Katarahar, Sotara says, Elit tasul adonai, Okay? 
Let's say Torah would only have said this. Let's say Torah would only tell us about the other ones and not the other two. Right? Hava Amina, I would have thunk. Shar Komrot Zibur, Habain Lechaper. Right? Oh, yeah, that only includes other Komrot Zibur, which come for a Kapara. The Omer and the Shtei Alechem don't come as a kapara for Kal Yisrael. They're coming to be to allow something. The Korban Omer is what allows all the new wheat, the Chadash, to be eaten in the world. There was a Korban on the 16th of Nisan, which allows everything that was always Chadash becomes Yashan. At, to eat at, on, on the Korban Omer. So that's not coming lechaper as a kapara, it's coming to allow something. And the Shtealechim, what's that coming to include? Shtealechim is coming to allow the new wheat to be used in the Bet HaMikdash. Because until the Omer, people can't eat. Until the Shtealechim, the Bet HaMikdash can't use the new wheat. And therefore, each of those is coming to allow. So how do I know those? They come to allow. Lo, I would have thought not. Kamash Malans, I tell you no. Now the e katana omer shtelechem lechudai. So Mar says, "Well, let the let the Torah only tell me the omer shtelechem and chalasna." Hava amina, I would have thunk. Adaraba, the opposite. Omer shtelechem the ilamale the bain latid omer shtelechem, which are more important because they're coming to allow things. That's why. I wouldn't know that kapara is more important. If I only said omen, I would think that heter is more important. And if omen, omen is coming for heter, but not the other ones. So therefore we need all of them. Okay? And therefore everyone is necessary. Says the Gemara. Sabura, the Gemara is presuming at this point, the kula ama tuma dechuyahu. Now, in order to understand this, you have to understand the following question. When we're allowing someone to do the korban when he's tameh, there's a question, is tumah chutra betzibur or tumah is dechuya betzibur? You look at me like I'm crazy. Okay, good. Let me explain. You know what I'm talking about? A little bit. Okay. I'll explain it anyway because I'd rather explain it myself. The laws of tumah is it that when everyone's tamir, it's mutar, and you're allowed to do the korban like this? And if so, you don't need a kapara. I did it right. Everything beautiful. Allowed. Fully allowed. And you don't need a kapara afterwards. I did what's right. Or, no. Really, it's still not allowed. But we push off the rules. But you still need a kapara for doing it. In both hutra or dhuya, Everyone agrees you should do it. Question is, did we did we allow the laws? Did we permit the laws, or we just push the laws off? We push it off, but you still have to get a kapara. Okay. Gemara says, Savua. We thought at this point, the kula alma. Everyone agrees. Tuma dehoyahu. It's pushed off. Ubayitzitz leratzot. And the way, and if you are in a situation like this, where the tuma got pushed off. The way you get the actual kapara is from the sis that's on the forehead of the Kohen Gadol. That sis is a kapara. He wears the sis and he's mechaper on these things. Okay? Okay. Why do we assume that? Because the only rabbi who ever said that it's allowed completely is Rabbi Yudah. How do we know which Rabbi Yudah? You don't know Rabbi Yudah? Oh, I'll tell you what. 
The Tanya we learned in the Brayta. It says, seats the seats of the queen at all. Ben whether it's on his forehead where it's supposed to be, or ben or whether it's off his forehead, even if he has it sitting in his armoire, still miratzeh. It has a kapara. If it's still on his forehead, then it gets kapara. If it's off his forehead, it's not. Amar Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon told Rabbi Yehuda, I'll prove to you that it works either way, that it works even if it's off the Kohen Gadol's head, from the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. Right? Because we do the Korban, the Avodah on Yom Kippur, even if everyone's Tameh. Okay. Ve Umeratzeh. And it works even though when the Kohen Gadol goes to the Kodesh Kodeshim, he's not, he's not wearing it. So you see that it works. Amalot, so we dash his back. Hanach Yom leave Yom Kippur alone. Because he says, Tuma is Hutra Betzibur. And therefore, since it's Hutra, I don't need the seats to do nothing for me. It's Hutra. Mechlal, we see from here, the Rabbi Shimon said about Tuma Dehoya Betzibur. Right? And therefore, we're assuming that our Mishnah is going with Tuma Dehoya. Maybe they could agree with Rabbi Huda, but the Mishnah is assuming that they're going like Rabbi Shimon. Now, with the Kula Alma, we're assuming, we're also making another assumption that the Sis is only Mechaper on bringing the Korban, but not on the part that is eaten, which means that the, that the part of the tooth, if the part of the became Tameh, the Sis doesn't allow it to be eaten, right? Because the only time we ever heard in the world who allowed the said that seats allows eating is the Beliezer. The time we learned in the Brighter. Okay. Now assuming these presumptions, number one, the seats doesn't work on Achilot. And assuming Tumad Dehoya, okay, we're gonna say the following. Nema matnitin the Lord of Yeshua. Let's assume that our Mishnah is not Rabbi Yeshua. Now everyone knows who Yeshua is, right? No, no, we didn't mention Rabbi Yeshua. The Tanya we learned in the Brayta. Ve'asita olatecha habasar ve'adam. Okay, and you should make the ola on the blood and the meat. Okay, that's pasuk. Okay, Rabbi Yeshua, man, im endam. And basar, which means if the blood got disqualified according to Yeshua, then the whole basar is gone. You can't you can't throw the meat on the mizbeach. Okay. Im im en basar and dam. He goes. It goes both ways. You need both basar and the dam. Mafi basar, don't do the dam. Mafi dam, don't do basar. Don't do basar. That should be sure. Okay. Huh? One of them got some. Could be no basar. Well, let's say the, the we caught the blood in a in a thing, and the, and that didn't get tamed, but the basar got tamed, or the other way around, or it got lost. It got eaten by a shark. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Rabbi Ezra Omer, 
shark in the middle of Mikdash, whatever. Yeah. Of course, it's shark in the middle of Mikdash. What's wrong with you guys? Right? Rabbi Eliezer says, "Dam afishem basar." There is such a thing as blood, even without even without basar. He disagrees, right? He says even if there's no basar, you can still swing the blood. But he says, "Shneimar v'dam zevachach yishapech." Because says, "And the blood of your zevach, you should you should spill." What do I do to other pasuk? Just like you let her throw blood, you should throw basar. That means it's a small carry between the ramp and the altar, and you're allowed to throw the dam. So that's why he used the pasuk. He said you should sprinkle me. Huh? He's saying you should sprinkle the meat? No, no. He's saying you can throw the meat. Just like you threw the blood, you can also throw the meat. You do it with the kava, you can also throw meat because you're throwing the meat over the little lul that's in the mezbah. Okay, let's just finish. Now, we didn't... We didn't let, let's not... Before we're going to go back later to the Mishnah, and we're going to say how we just proved that our Mishnah is not Rabbi Yeshua. Again, Rabbi Yeshua is... Let's just remember, remember the difference between Yeshua and Rabbi Lezer Lez, because we're going to need them soon. Rabbi Yeshua says, if there's no, no blood, there's no basar, and if no basar, there's no blood. And Rabbi Yeshua says, if there's no basar, you still could have down, but he agrees the other way. Okay? Now, now we're going to first now go back and forth with them, what each one holds to each other, and then we'll connect it. You look like you're tired. This is the Rabbi Yeshua Nami. Rabbi Yeshua also. Didn't we say? Didn't we say? What does he do with the pasuk? The pasuk says, Right? He'll tell you, It says, Therefore, it tells you that even though the blood got, the, it got poured, even only if this is valid. Good. Now we're on. Ayin Zamumet. Vahani Trek what I need to push for the same thing? One teaches you about the Korban Ola, one teaches you the Shalamim. So again, uh, Rabbi Yeshua is telling you that Basar Basuchel tells you that you could only eat one with the other. Now, why does he need a Basar Tochel plus the other Pasuk of one is for Ola and one is for Shamim. If it only told me the Ola, have I mean I would have thunk Ola who dechmir this strict by Ola, Shekin Khalil, because Ola goes fully on his back. Ava Shlamim, but a Shlamim which some doesn't go fully on his back. The Lochamir, it's not so strict. Emalo, maybe not. Vikatarach Shlamim, if I would only wrote Shlamim, have I mean I would have thunk Dit Meshachilot. Shalamim, we're strict because there's two eatings. Why? Because some goes on his back and some people eat. But Allah, there's no two, uh, two eatings because it's only on his back. Maybe not. Okay, good. Now, let's see Rabbi Lezer. The Gemara is going to ask Rabbi Lezer, what does he do with Pasukim? So we're back with the We didn't get back to ask our question yet. We're first still analyzing the writer. <coughs> What does the Blessed do with the Pasuk? Right? 
which he didn't use for anything. Amalach will tell you how when we buy it, he needs it. He needs it to tell you that when you have everything in the, in the korban and everything is good, you should know that you're not allowed to eat the meat till you sprinkle the blood. Because the basar tells you first sprinkle, then eat. Maybe the whole pasuk is coming to teach me that. Dam avapi she'en sham basar minalan. So if so, well, how do I know that you could do dam avapi she'en basar, which is Rebbe's opinion? I'm going to tell you. Imken this one rach basar tochel v'hadav dam zokhen shapech. You could have said first basar tochel then dam zokhen shapech. Tiktiv leish like said in the first part. Vasi tochecha basar v'adam. Why did you put <coughs> in the end of the pasuk? You mentioned dam zivachecha first. So it teaches us both things. Number one, it teaches us that you could have blood even without basar, and you also learn that the basar is only mutad after you sprinkle the blood. <coughs> so now, so now, how does Rabbi Yeshua, the first rabbi, learn the rule? No, how does he learn the rule that you're not allowed to eat the basar until you sprinkle the blood? He says that rule is a kavachomer. I don't need a pasuk to teach me that. It's an obvious kavachomer. What's the kavachomer? Just like the parts that go on the mizbeach. Again, there's a few different parts of a korban. There's the eating part. There's the part burned on the mizbeach, and there's the blood. Okay. So emurim, if the part that goes on the mizbeach, that if you if you don't have them. It doesn't mess up the meat. Kiatinu, but when you have them, me'akvi, you're not allowed to eat the meat until you offer them. Dam, blood. That when it's not here altogether, you can't have it at all, according to him at least. Kiita, lo koshken. When it's here, of course you can't eat the meat till you have it. So he says, I learned that from a kavachomet. So now, now we're back to Rebelezer. So if there's a Kavachomer, why does Rebelezer need the Pasuk if we've got a Kavachomer? Rebelezer, you have a rule that sometimes, even something you can figure out with Kavachomer, the Torah will bother to give you a Pasuk to tell you that. Rebelezer, what does Rebelezer say back? So if there's a Kavachomer, why would we need a Pasuk? He's like, he says, listen, we only say that rule that the Torah will bother to tell you that when there's nothing else to do. But I have basuk and therefore I don't need it. Okay, yes, I have a cry. So now, <coughs> let's be- focus back to the Mishnah. Again, we didn't come here to analyze this. That was all intro. intro. So I think what it says, Hashta, let's say, again, remember, let me just remind us of the two opinions. Rabbi Yeshua says, you can't have the blood without the meat, you can't have the meat without the blood. And Rabbi Lezer says, you could have the blood without the meat. Good. Let's say that our Mishnah that says that all the animals <coughs> could be done all could be done bitumah cannot have been Rabbi Yeshua. Why? The cave and the Amar Beinantarti. Since he says you need both, Yani, you need the blood and the meat. Vitzitz and he holds that the tzitz of the Kohen Gadol aachilot lo maratzeh. The tzitz does not help for the achila, right? It doesn't let you eat anything. How could you ever bring a carbon bitumah? Because since the tzitz doesn't help on the eating part, so you can't do the eating part. And Rabbi Yeshua holds that if you don't have the eating part, you can't do the blood. 
And if you can't do the blood, then you shouldn't be able to do the carbon. And if you can't do the carbon, then how can you open the tumah? Because so it must be that our Mishnah could not be your Mishnah, it could only be your Belezer. Did anyone know? Hold on. Because you need both. Just pause me, please. Yeah. Good. Says the Gemara, no. Afilu Tema Rabbi Yeshua. Our Mishnah really can be Rabbi Yeshua. You know why? Ela Kasavar Rabbi Yeshua, Tzitz Melatzeh Ala Olin. Rabbi Yeshua says that the Tzitz does work. And therefore, it'll work on the part that goes on the Mizbech. And therefore, since the part on the Mizbech are good, it's fine. Says he's going to, Hatenach, that's good. Zibachim, for the korbanot that were actually animal offerings. The Ikaolin, because there's a part that goes on the Mizbech on those things. But two of the things that were in the Mishnah were the Omer and the Shtealechem. Those two korbanot have no parts to go on the Mizbech. And therefore, Therefore, how can they be allowed? The leka olin, ma'ik lememar. Since the, the, if in those those things when you're tamei, how would it work? Those don't have teeth. No, they don't have olin. They don't have any part that goes on the mizbech. Amri, we said ki amri b'shuah to begin antaiti. When did b'shuah say you need the two parts of the thing? That's only bezvachim by animals. But menachot no amad. He never said that you need both parts by by a mincha, and therefore korban mincha. He'll say it's okay. It's still a possibility it could be Rabbi Yeshua. Yeah, it still could be Rabbi You think Rabbi Yeshua didn't say it by Menachot? I'll show you he did. Because <coughs> it says, Hatnan, we learned in the Mishnah. If the leftover Mincha <coughs> became Tamer, or alternatively, Avdu Shi'areha, if the leftover part of Mincha got lost. <coughs> According to the, the, the way, the standard of Rabbi Eliezer, who's the lenient rabbi, right? So you see, Yeshua holds his rule, <coughs> even by Minchaz. And if so, we're back to the question. Mishnah can't be Yeshua. This is when we said it's, we didn't say it's Rabbi Yeshua talking. We said Kimidat Rabbi Yeshua, right? Kimidat below Kimidat, Kimidat Rabbi Yeshua. It's like Rabbi Yeshua. You need two things. Rabbi Yeshua only said it by Zvachim, not Menachot. But this Tana, whoever this Tana is, Savar Avil Menachot. But Rabbi Yeshua himself holds both. But this Tana is only one. Where it says. Who is this Tana who holds like a Mishua but he's even stricter than him? And he rolls with Minchas. That's the number one question. You're saying there's another Tana, he holds like a Mishua and he's stricter than him. Who is this guy? Question one. But another problem. Rabbi Yossi says that I, I agree with Belezer by Menachot and Zivachim. With Rabbi Yeshua by Zvachim Menachot, and I hold like Rabbi Yeshua by Zvachim Menachot in in different ways. I agree with Rabbi by Zvachim. Because he held dam even without basar. Rabbi Yeshua by Zvachim. Dam and basar. And basar and dam. He said, if you have the first comets, even though you don't have the rest, it's still good. What was it said? 
So you see clearly that <coughs> you see clearly that Rabbi Yeshua said his law straight up, even by Minchas. So we're back to the same thing. We see the Mishnah cannot be Yeshua. Ela kasav Yeshua. The tzitz works not just for the parts of his back, but also for the any eating part, and therefore it works even for the omer and the shtehalechim. If so, why did the bright say amai kimidat to bishul pesula? Why did the bright to say that according to bishul be pesul? Would be kosher because tzitz works. Says you want to know? v'saruf. That's talking about the part, not that it got tameh, if it got lost. Remember, there were three cases in, the, in that bracha. We said if it got tameh, if it got lost, or 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 or, or, or got lost. So we're talking about if it got burnt or lost. But that, that's what Yeshua says is no good. But if it got tameh, he says the seats works for it, and therefore it works out fine. So Mar says, how are you going to learn like that? So why would we mention the word litma? If you're telling me Rabbi Yeshua said, is only talking about the other two, why would he mention it? Ma? If you're going to say be the we're mentioning for the Ezzet, Pshit, that's obvious that it works. If when it's gone, Rabbi Yeshua allows it, when it got Tamer, you need me to tell me? Of course, if, if Rabbi Yeshua allows it, even when you lost the, the thing, of course it'll allow it if it's just Tamer. Elapshita must be. Let me be sure that you mentioned for Yeshua. Vikhtani Pesulan, you told me that Tamei is Pasul. So don't tell me, don't tell me that he, that he holds the seats works on it. You see, he must be talking for him. They all had another problem. We have a brighter Tanya. We learned in a brighter. Yeshua, man, calls the Bachim Shabbatuna. Every sacrifice is allowed. Whether the Basar got Tamei and the Chelav is allowed. So you sprinkle the blood. But if they both got tameh, no. See, it doesn't work for the olin achilot. You see, it doesn't work for the chelif. Okay. We have another way out. We're still trying again. We're still trying to make her be sure the author of the Mishnah, and we we tried a whole bunch of times, and we got stymied. Says When did Yeshua say that you need both of them? But if he did it already, it works. And the Mishnah, which says that you're allowed to do the Korban Pesach B'tameh, or all these Korbanot B'tameh, we have no choice. When we have no choice, he lets. And how do we know that Yeshua makes difference between the Chachilah and the Diavad? If the Basar got Tamer, or Nifsal, or got Pasul, or went outside the Beit Mikdash. Rabbi Eliezer on Rabbi Zok. Rabbi Eliezer says you should sprinkle the blood. Shulam Eloi Zok. On the day of Yeshua, Shem Zarak Kotzra. You see, Yeshua allows that if you did it, it's okay. So you see that there's a different thing in 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 in, in the Beit Hamikdash, whether he threw it or not. Says the Gemara. Chada, one problem. This this was also no good. No. Chada, one problem. Dipsula diavad mashma. 
when he says the word pasul, it sounds like the bidiavad. Right? When you said, according to Yeshua, the Brighter says, according to Yeshua, it's pasul. It sounds like bidiavad is pasul. It doesn't sound like it's only lechatchila. When he said there's five things in the Mishnah, it doesn't sound like Bidyavad. It sounds like Khamishad, there are five sacrifices in the Mishnah that you could you could do when you tameh. So Mara has the last final answer. Ela lo kasha. Can be achid, can be sabur. Yeshua says his law when you're only individual. But when you when you're bitzibur, he lets, and therefore a mishnah can be your bishua. Baruch Adonai leolam. Amen. Amen.